showing gratitude. I think that's often overlooked and so, so important. What I don't like is the, that kind of like almost tit for tat transactional relationship. I don't want to feel like because I asked you for something, I'm immediately going to give you something back every time. Welcome to Leap. I'm Tina Selig. I'm passionate about helping people craft the futures they dream of creating. And that's what I do at Stanford University, where I teach classes on creativity, innovation, and entrepreneurship. This podcast takes a deep dive into how to launch your career by unpacking the often overlooked and undertaught soft skills critical to the success of every entrepreneur. In each episode, we'll invite two people from very different career stages to discuss real-life scenarios. I'm Tanya Obedian Koch, and I'm the founder of TELUS. I'm Lauren Ottinger, and I work at Intercom. Today, we talk about mentors. So I have a question that I would actually love, love your opinion on. I feel like for a lot of college students, you may be looking at the world saying, I have no idea what I want to do, and I have no idea who to ask or how to figure it out. And it's this really big amorphous question. How would you think about, and I don't know, like finding a mentor to help you with these really big questions when you almost don't even know how to ask good questions? For me, I, I think of it as maybe not you know, reaching for a CEO of a company to be like, hey, you know, I'd love to learn about your experience building a company, but maybe going to someone more the next step ahead in their career. I think realizing that there are people all around you who can give you advice kind of early on where you might feel more aimless. I think that's helpful. That's so interesting because the idea that your mentor doesn't have to be someone who is years and years out, but someone who just has, you know, a little bit more experience can sort of show you the way and, you know, shine the flashlight on the right path because they've actually just gone through it. Definitely. And I've actually found talking to people who are closer in age to you who've just gone through it, they have such better perspective on their thought process or the things they were thinking about, which is really helpful. Someone who's right. just a few steps ahead is going to have a lot of insights. And then you start building those relationships. And, and you know, before you know it, you've built a whole community. And I think back, I have some very specific examples of students who have come to Stanford who their freshman year, or even before they got here, sent me a note saying, hey, you know, I know a little bit about what you've done. I'm coming to Stanford. I'd love to meet with you. And they come to your office hours. They're not asking for anything, but slowly you're building a relationship until finally a few years in, you go, wow, we actually really have a relationship here. We've, you know, how many times have we seen each other and had a conversation? And then you're really set up to, to help them. I do think it's really hard to start a mentoring relationship saying, hey, I want you to be my mentor and not saying, you know, why or what you want to get out of the relationship. Sometimes it can be on the mentoring side, it can be really helpful to know how you can help a person and not to sort of have these aimless conversations. Ask someone that makes you nervous, ask them out for coffee and see how it goes. Actually, Tina, I think the first time I met you, I was when I asked you for coffee, I was a little bit nervous. And in some cases, it can happen, but um, I think... Did, the, did you think when you asked me for coffee that this was a, the beginning of a mentoring relationship? I wasn't, I wasn't sure. I, I knew that you were someone I looked up to and I would have I loved, I would have dreamed to be mentored by you, but... I think the, the, the coffee or the date is the first step 
to knowing if it's even po- a possibility. I mean, it's a really interesting thing. It's really about building a relationship. Finding a mentor can feel like a daunting task. How do you ask? Do you ask? In fact, most mentor relationships evolve organically as you get to know each other. Tanya and Lauren both recommend seeking informal mentors. From recent graduates, people are much closer to you in age, and I have to agree with them. Asking for guidance from someone who has a clear memory of what you just went through is much less daunting and more relevant than asking the CEO of your favorite company. I think the other thing that mentors have done for me that I appreciate is push me out of my comfort zone. So I've had people push me to solve my own problems when I feel like I'm at a crossroads and they'll just look at you and say, you can do this, come up with an answer. And I think having somebody push you out of your comfort zone is so helpful, especially when they know that that's going to help you achieve specific skills that that you're looking for. Yeah, I think the best mentors just ask a lot of questions, right? Definitely. Instead of just telling you what to do, they're asking you that allows you to sort of unlock things that that unlock your own life as opposed to repeating theirs. Definitely. How do you get into the right state of mind, the right place to hear the type of feedback that you really need to hear and to also invite the feedback that you really need to hear? There are definitely things that you need to be challenged on and you need to be pushed to grow on. And I think the best mentors for me have been people who have known how to frame it in the way that you can hear. And so the best really direct feedback for me has always been empathetic. Not everyone delivers feedback perfectly. So I think you also have to put yourself in the mentality when you get tough feedback that there's something here to learn from. And I think oftentimes mentees make the mistake of asking for feedback too early on in a relationship. So you know, the second time you're out for coffee, it's like, can you give me feedback on, you know, how I did in this presentation and how I am at work and what I need to improve on? And, you know, especially after college, you're in this mindset of I need to improve. I'm this resume and this person who is like, you know, I can boil down my personality and attributes to 10 bullet points. So like help me improve that. And when you're in this mindset, you can ask for feedback too early on in a relationship. So make sure it's the right timing. I think giving feedback is way harder than getting feedback. And, you know, a big part of being a mentee or a mentor is giving feedback. And I think also like being willing to give feedback upwards to a mentor about how things are going and help shape the conversation that you want, which is not easy, but is an incredible leadership skill. Feeling comfortable enough to give and get feedback means that there's trust in your relationship. And trust is essential if you want to have a mentorship that is successful and lasts for years. In fact, having a mentor shouldn't be a one-way street. You should give back as much as you can. Remember, just because your mentor is guiding you, it's still a relationship. Treat it like you would any relationship. Cultivate it, care for it, and watch it grow. The people who invest in you make you want to invest in others. You know, some of my best mentors, there's definitely a reciprocal relationship there, but it doesn't always feel transactional. It's very interesting to think about a young person who's being mentored 
what are the things they can do for their mentor? Because it is a relationship. And honestly, you can be in a situation where you get favor fatigue, where people keep asking you for advice, keep asking you for connections. What can you do to make it a more balanced relationship so it doesn't just feel like it's going one way? On the very basic level, showing gratitude is just the first step of you know, thank you for helping me in my career or connecting me with someone. I think that's often overlooked and so, so important because if you're constantly helping someone and they're not showing gratitude, then it does off balance a relationship. I completely agree with the gratitude piece. And I think even beyond that, building a personal relationship with someone, like getting to know about them. To me, what I don't like is the, that kind of like almost tit for tat transactional relationship. I don't want to feel like because I asked you for something, I'm immediately going to give you something back every time because that almost feels disingenuous. Totally. But the, you know, over time, if you build friendships and relationships, you'll be able to help me with things. I'll be able to help you with things. And there's just this mutual enjoyment of watching the other person succeed that creates a lot of value. The other point is, I think if especially with mentors who are older, you know, you could either give a perspective of like your millennial, you know, I happen to be, I think we're both millennials. <laughs> yes. uh, we can give millennial perspectives on interesting things going on, like in the world or how we perceive many, many things. You know, there's there's always small things that you can do. And I definitely don't think a mentor-mentee relationship should be one-sided. One of my um, favorite things I learned from my colleague Heidi, Heidi Roizen, is that you should make yourself easy to help. And she gives so many fabulous examples of how you can make yourself easy to help. So Heidi has a trick, which is to to write these like emails that are easy to forward. And that's just such a simple trick. It's just amazing how helpful how these helpful little things will just ease the relationship. And as you mentioned, it makes it makes the person easy to help. Right. I think one of the things that I've seen is from those people who have used their mentors well, they're very proactive. Yeah. As opposed to waiting for the mentor to reach out to them, they're much more proactive. And not just proactive in asking for things. They're proactive in saying, hey, here's an article I read about the industry you're in. thought this might be interesting to you. So uh, reaching out and not just asking, but also giving things back, yeah. you know, so that you you really make it a relationship as opposed to a a relationship that's so asymmetrical. Right. Definitely. I treat it as a surprise and a gift when my mentors reach out to me proactively in maintaining the relationship. But for the most part, I think, you know, your career and your life is on you to figure out. And I think the best relationships are when you're proactive about it in in every element and also do the pre-work and, and are thoughtful in what you're looking for and how you ask questions. It just leads to much better outcomes, in my opinion. And I think the thing that can be hard when people come up and ask you, hey, will you be my mentor, especially if you're younger and you're not really sure yet and you feel like you're supposed to have mentors and you don't know how to go about the process and you feel like it's on you and you should go ask somebody, I think, you know, a much better way to get in with a mentor is to send them an email like, I either saw you talk and you said this incredible thing and it's something that I've been trying to learn. I think, Tina, you taught us all to send thank you notes and you'd be surprised how few people do. So like if the CEO comes t and talks to your, you know, entry level class and you send them a thank you note, that's that's door opening. And those kinds of small things, those relationship building things is really how mentors are made.
Yes, persistence and tenacity will help each of us get to our goals. But having others there to guide you, your own personal cheerleaders, can make getting there so much easier, especially in challenging times. We seek out mentors for guidance, inspiration, support, and even friendship. These relationships, when maintained, can have a long-lasting positive impact on both the mentor and the mentee. I encourage each of you to write down what you want to get out of a mentor. What do you need to improve on? What do you need to learn? What value can you bring to the relationship? Try setting up a meeting with someone you think could be a great mentor and see what happens. You never know until you try. LEAP is about finding the agency to thrive in our lives and careers. Remember, we create more value when we work together. So please spread the word about LEAP and rate and review us on iTunes. LEAP is a Stanford eCorner original series. The videos, podcasts, and articles on Stanford eCorner are designed to help you find the courage and clarity to see and seize opportunities. Stanford eCorner is led by the Stanford Technology Ventures Program and Stanford's Department of Management Science and Engineering. LEAP is produced by Ali Rico and Rachel Jolkowski. Jake Smith and Stanford Video are our editor and audio engineers. Susie Allen is our writer. Daniel Stussy is our designer and digital products manager. And I'm Tina Seelig. Thanks for listening.